0: strike emotions and i knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions
2: can you yeah. imagine uh fiction starring goofy and uh mickey mouse
3: <laughs> i could totally imagine that you i'm sure somebody's pounder like, with cheese france mickey <laughs> what <laughs> boy <laughs> ale with cheese Yeah, <laughs> i can totally see, see? I, I would
0: i would watch the hell out of that movie yes i gladly saw sacrifice at my my Progeny to you a mighty Marvel beast.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, hmm, it's, uh, it's my time. Uh,
2: How do you measure success? Hey everyone, and, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host Dave. And John.
4: JD, super dramatic pause there.
2: We had gotten, <laughs> I had gotten an error saying we couldn't stream to one of the sources, which was Instagram, which I don't think worked last week anyway. So it's remove it. And then the screen went blank for a minute. So
4: oh,
5: that's great. Uh,
2: technical difficulties. Instagram's
5: having issues these days anyway. They've added so many ads into their feeds. Oh my it's God. Yeah.
2: Don't get me started on their it's ads. It's literally
5: like, it used to be like the stuff that I've uh, subscribed to, I would get one ad every five or 10 posts. Now I get five ads and then a post. It's ridiculous.
2: Uh, the worst is when you're watching reels. And like the first reel you click on, it plays. And then all of a sudden, ad starting in five seconds. Why?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So how's mm-hmm. everyone doing this week? John, how are you?
5: Um, enjoying my calming tea here. Yeah, I'm doing OK. We got a big work thing on Wednesday. I got to make a presentation to something like 1,000 to 2,000 developers company-wide. Going to be
4: really fun. Oh, sounds like a blast.
5: Yeah, yeah it's a blast, especially <laughs> for an introvert OCD, adDHD guy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's just smooth sailing. I'm just going to drink a half a fifth of, of tequila just before I should I be a, able to make I have it.
2: A through. Feeling, I have a feeling you were really happy about that email we got this week. What? I'll, I'll explain when it's my turn. Okay.
5: <laughs> Otherwise, I'm in the uh, mid 300s on one piece. So I've made it through the filler and, and the, the one arc I couldn't. No, was it Long Ring Island uh, that I couldn't stand? Yeah, everything's just uh, hunky dory here. Huh? Oh, that's good.
2: How about you, JD? Anything exciting? You're muted. You're muted.
4: You are... yeah. I was adjusting you and coughing, and I had you know, to <laughs> take off my mute. I'm I'm okay. School's officially underway. Got to watch a re- wrestling paper. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> JD, excuse dying. Me. I just had something go down the wrong pipe. Got to watch a wrestling pay per view this afternoon. Slow week otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah. Slow week two. I learned something very
2: interesting this week. <laughs> was it? I did something stupid. So
5: every once in a while you read. You like, learned how to do something stupid? Okay. No,
2: uh, yeah, you read articles on different medical things. And I had been reading a lot about potassium, right? And, or magnesium. I'm sorry, magnesium. And all the like benefits that magnesium has to help you sleep and oh all God. these different things. So
5: I see where this is going.
2: I, so I bought a magnesium supplement and uh, I started taking it and didn't notice anything at first. In the last few days, I noticed like, I was just was tired and I wasn't feeling well. And I was like dizzy. And like, I read this before I started taking it, but I didn't realize that it actually worked that well. So magnesium will lower your blood pressure. And I already take blood pressure medicine because I'm on, I have hypertension, so the, the combination of the two, I had very low blood pressure. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So
5: <laughs> You were super chill.
2: Exactly. So I stopped <laughs> taking it for the last couple of days and I'm back to feeling normal. And I'm like, oh, okay.
5: It's like, it's a little known fact that the supplement industry is almost total bullshit. They, there are times when a doctor would tell you to take supplement and when the doctor tells you to take the supplement. But most of the time, you do not need supplements. There are so many additives as far as minerals and vitamins in all of our food these days. You do not need a supplement unless you're like a woman of age and you need extra vitamin D or you've got some kind of iron deficiency or something. But most of it is just these companies telling you, oh, no, take this. This is good for this. This is good for this. And suddenly you're taking like eight different supplements and you're not feeling right and you don't know why.
4: I take eight I, different supplements and I feel just fine. To be quite honest with you,
5: yeah, yeah, I mean, you probably researched it, man. I, I mean, I there. I have some supplements too. I take them once every couple of days. Oh, because I'm not talking. I don't about, get any vitamin D. I don't. I'm a no. Fart, uh, and I'm I did. Outside,
2: I, but. I did research it, and I know what you're talking about. Especially when you see those ads for like, take our B's X Z twenty five supplement. It'll make you feel twenty five years younger. And it's like, what is in this?
5: Or the one I've heard, the one I had a friend deal with was vitamin E. It's like, take this vitamin E pill every day, except that vitamin E is fat soluble. And so your body just stores it and you can literally start to have your organs break down from too much vitamin E.
2: And or what's the one that's in tomato juice? Is it vitamin A?
5: A is in a lot of stuff.
2: Okay. If there's one that's it's either, I think it's tomato juice or carrot juice. And it's, it's not vitamin E. It's, I think it's A and it's like too much. So that can actually kill you too. Because it's not water-soluble, right? Kids, yeah.
5: these are the things you learn when you get older. Yes. <laughs> and you have to start dealing with this stuff. Super. You learn this scene. in between anime <laughs> and comic books. It but other,
2: other than that, yeah, for me, it was a slow week. Karen's one son being away at school and her other son starting college. And so it's been hectic for her. When They went up yesterday to, to visit her one son because he needed a his social security card to get his school ID, which I thought was weird. But weird. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a state ID yet. That was the whole thing. It's, he had to, it's a whole complicated thing. He had to get his social security card. Social security card came, but he didn't get a state ID yet. They were able to show his social security card and his birth certificate to get his school ID. Yes, I know. We live in a w- weird world. Uh, yes, America. Yes. So it was hectic for her. but Yeah. And then uh, what else? I watched a new TV show on Disney Plus.
5: We got to stop calling them TV shows. It really tells people how old we are.
2: Well, streaming show now. But, but, but you can watch it on TV. You have it hooked up to your TV. They're not TVs anymore.
5: They're just very large monitors. Oh,
2: you know what?
5: <laughs> soon oldest... soon it will be soon it will be like part of our wall or something.
2: Look at the elder on the show trying to hide our ages. <laughs> hey,
5: dude, don't make me wave my cane at you, okay? <laughs>
2: And, of course, that show was Ahsoka. So I'm curious, did you guys watch it?
4: I yes. forgot that it premiered this week. You, you I did? Totally, I totally forgot. I thought I saw you post something about it. I did. And immediately after I posted about it, I didn't think another word about it the rest of the week. Oh, my goodness. School, Dave, so school, I completely school forgot. School
5: is starting. He's got a lot
4: of stuff school, on his mind, No, right? school started, and we got broadcast this the broadcast club we're trying to get up and i got this other show that i that were really that were starting again from scratch and i just forgot bad nerd because i was thinking about it as we sat down i read the script well, i watched a couple the, oh. the script we're supposed to talk about today i read that right and a couple of youtube videos to prep me so i over prepped on one thing and completely forgot about the other
5: oh my but, that's goodness. okay i over prepped on a I was i have worried about i my have lighting. thoughts
4: I'm stressing my production elements lately and I'm not thinking clearly. So
5: you you are forcing me to consider about cleaning out my old office upstairs and actually setting it up for That's, for this.
4: Mike on the other shows, what are you doing to me? You're making me look bad. And I try to tell him what to do and it just it made it worse. So <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to try to level up my game now, man. Mm-hmm.
5: Can we talk about Ahsoka? Are you worried about? Spoiler? I like, there's know. nothing. Have really I, have I, have I ever
4: cared yet. about a spoiler on this show?
5: Fair enough.
4: All right. So for, I, I'm curious what you think, John.
5: OK. On the one hand, after I watched it and knowing as mo- I've seen Clone Wars, uh-huh. I've seen I've Rebels. watched the yeah, I've watched Rebels. I've watched the, the crew of the ghost. I have I'm I'm up to minds. I'm schizophrenic on this. On the one hand, I really like it so far. Hey, classy. I really like the show. I they I, I hope that Ahsoka gets to do more. She hasn't, so far she's been re, re, written as uh, quite taciturn, which is not really her, but then she's got a lot of stuff on her mind. A lot of stuff is starting to pop off. On the other hand, if it goes where I, where a lot of online YouTubers seem to think it's going and where I think it's going as far as Ezra Bridger's character is concerned, I'm going to be very upset and I might just give up Star Wars. Oh, really? tired yeah no i'm tired of getting gut punched i there's what's the point of watching a show if every hero they come up with gets torn down
4: that's the entire point of drama no like stories no. don't get told with yeah. happy people okay wait
2: hold on Ho- hold on i haven't been watching any of the like theory stuff i watched one video and i'm like i it was from uh screen crush and i felt like they were stretching on some of the stuff and i'm like eh I'll just watch the show and
5: not then. quite considering the history of Ezra Bridger in in Rebels, like some of the stuff that they and other YouTubers have been talking about checks out considering his history and
2: that they're going to bring him in as like a dark
5: that he's film. Merrick, that he's the guy. He's the.
2: Oh, no, I saw another theory where they think Merrick is someone my money. That guy's actually Starkiller. Yes, that's the one I keep hearing. Merrick is actually Starkiller, not Ezra. Yes. Thank you, Randy, for chiming in. It, interesting. Because Merrick.
5: Cause, I hadn't heard that
2: Starkiller is not his actual name in the game. It is Merrick. It's spelled differently. No, and, yeah,
5: but Merrick, the way it's Mer- spelled. Yeah. Ha- um, Mer- Merrick is an old word for wolf. For, it has to do with werewolves, actually, which is interesting because uh, Patricia Briggs in hers in her books has a character called Merrick who's the leader of all the werewolves so it's it's a word that's known in literary circles but Merrick as a bridger had a very a very heavy tie with the wolves on his home planet
2: i think it's going to be i think it's going to be star killer
5: i can, hope it is because i do we, not want to see, what go ahead no it, go ahead finish <laughs> no it's just my whole problem is you want to see these heroes succeed yeah they have to go through the shit But in the end, you have to see you have to watch them succeed because otherwise, what's the point of watching a hero just to get them torn down every time?
2: Also, Sam Witwer, no, not Sam Witwer, the guy who plays the voice of Starkiller is credited in the show, but he hasn't been his voice hasn't been on the show yet. So that's why they're saying he's going to be I'll I'll be happy
5: if that Starkiller. That's fine. And yeah, Ahsoka will build the new Jedi Temple and hopefully it's Luke is building it. I hope Ahsoka and, and Bridger. Chip in on that, but but the thing is, it's I just don't want to see Ezra Bidger be turned to the dark side because his whole point during the whole show was he was resisting the darks. He was so powerful on the light side, yeah. He even though he he crossed over the line a couple of times, but he always pulled himself back, which showed you what kind of character he had. That he was not going to turn to the darks. Who
4: created created this character? Felony. Who's writing the show? Felony. It's his story. When has this happened in Star Wars? Other than that, it's the point for it to happen.
5: Okay, see, I knew, I knew you were going to take this, but here's the point. What is the most popular scenes so far in, in Star Wars whatever? It, that one of the most unpopular scenes is when you meet Luke Skywalker after all this time, he turns out to be just an old asshole, right? Everybody's yeah. like really disappointed. But one of the most popular scenes is in Mandalorian, where they finally see the hero that they all grew up with, and they see him succeed, right? Because the I, whole the, the whole thing about John, this is hope. Heroes John, give you hope, and if John, you keep, if every time you see a hero and they get John, nixed or they go to the dark side or they John, fuck up and they just get PTSD and they get John, divorced, and whatever, what's John, the point of watching it? If there's never going to be any hope.
4: What's the best Star Wars movie, unanimously considered? But it continues. It wasn't. What's the it, best Star Wars movie? right it's what's the uh, best i want you to answer my question what's the best star wars movie it's uh, yeah i was about to say for most fans it's empire strikes back because it's act two is the best act of a drama that's where it's where the hero is it's where the hero is challenged at most you don't tell drama you don't tell stories about heroes where they whistle through the wildflowers right they have to no, be. I, like places. I said, they, well, can, what, if they, they don't they have, have to go watch.
5: through the shit, or else there's nothing there. And if right? they don't but
4: overcome anything, then why are right. we watching?
5: They have to grow. But the point is, I
4: didn't say grow. I said overcome. But
5: the thing is that they're, if they make Ezra Bridger a Sith, and right? you
4: made this decision based on one episode,
5: two episodes, two episodes,
2: right?
4: two episodes. And so there. No, wait, <laughs> can wait, like hold can on. We, two episodes? But we, the, but the
2: thing only I, in I one said, quick scene in the second episode. I
5: know, but I started with. If you, they Dave. go in
4: the direction, I don't know. If but one. you've already made the decision that's what's happening. Like, you're swearing off Star Wars based on an incomplete story, right? Because like, they well, should yeah, keep I, shitting I, on we, all our heroes. No, because first of all, ha, Han, like, Han went out like a chump. Han went Leia out like a just, fucking legend. Are you kidding me? <sighs> Han just, confronted it, I his I evil think, son that went evil. Han had the death that Harrison Ford always wanted. Okay. Now, Princess Leia is different because she actually went and died. Which kind yeah, of But me- Han wasn't stupid. He, not- he could have done the same thing without putting himself within lightsaber range. Okay. For crying out loud! Hold on. He did what he had to do. His death had to happen. His death is the crux that brings Ben Solo back from the dark side. Yeah. That had to happen, John. I will criticize Thank the I will criticize the, the sequel trilogy all you want. This is what drama is. What does is, Keep in mind, Floney has to have his guys kick on. Kick ass. Yeah. Kick ass. Thank you. Sorry, I got the camera in front of my screen today. Uh. Yeah. I mean, like, this is what has to happen. Like, otherwise we don't watch anything and we don't even know anything about Ezra. You've already already made the decision that this is what's going to happen. You're you're, already disappointed.
5: I said, if first and second, I told you, I said, they have to go through something. They have to grow. I think, right. You can't have a static here. You have to, you're right. They have to grow. They have to overcome something in order for there to be a story at all. But in order for them to be on the hero's journey, but the problem is, if the end of that hero's journey every time is going out like a chump or going to the dark side or whatever, no no one's gone out like a
4: chump. No one has gone out like a chump. You don't like. I can get people not liking Luke, but Luke saved the rebellion. I didn't love the way they did it either, but he saved the rebellion. Yeah, it was because of Luke. I also kind of feel like you're watching a lot of
2: Star Wars fans on the internet that are bitter about some of the things in the sequel trilogy that are now like star wars can do no, you know, no no
5: i haven't watching any of that all i've been watching lately is recaps of all the storylines to figure out where that other galaxy is because that is that that it aside from the as a bridger thing if they bring in the use or some or like the predecessors of the night sisters like that other race with the big mushroom flat heads that supposedly came from another galaxy that will reinvigorate the entire Star Wars franchise because all of a sudden you have all this, all like the history of all the Star Wars universe, the Star Wars galaxy has almost basically been written. There's something about almost every sector in that galaxy. But if you introduce a whole new galaxy, oh my God, the storylines so that can come out of that, it should be, it could says, be really interesting.
2: Randy says the only one who went out like a chump is Qui-Gon and he's right. That's, That's true. Yeah. yeah. And the fact, you know what? And the fact, first time darth mole because he had oh god
4: fell into a pit and was yeah
2: and then the pit burped i don't know is that one of
4: those changes
5: in the trilogy no that was
2: always there i was about to say i think i remember that original i i don't know i really liked it i think you're right in one aspect i feel like ahsoka has been the plot driver more than actually like, she's the like things are happening to her, and she's plot, she's driving the plot. And it's really feels like it's what's her face's show, Sabine. Sabine, it feels like it's Sabine show. Sabine so far. is awesome. So, yeah, I, I can't say that it's like the best Ahsoka show. Everyone keeps calling it Rebels season five. It is. And I was about to say, my, that's my real question that I have. Uh, yeah, Randy just said Rebel season five. My real question is, in all honesty. Do you feel that if you haven't watched Rebels, you'll be lost? Oh,
5: yeah, no, that, that dude, it. I went through like you have to know, you have to know Clone Wars, you have to know Rebels, you have to know a, a little bit about The Mandalorian. Like, again, I, I think I, if I remember correctly, like after this show, they're going to tie all the shows together with a movie, like, yeah this is what we've talked about this before with the problem with the Marvel movies. You have to know at this point, you have to know so much backstory that's hard for anybody to get in at this point. This, me knowing all this stuff,
2: I love it. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. I want somebody who hasn't watched, and I didn't watch all of rebels and I watched, I haven't watched any of it. And I watched a catch up video about how the season four ended
5: basically Oh, yeah, no, that was a, mm, wow,
2: yeah. So so I know why we're at the point we're at, but I feel like if you haven't watched any of that, you don't know who Thrawn is, you don't know why they're looking for him, you don't know who Ezra is, and yet I feel like you're thrown in and you're supposed to just know this.
5: But here's the thing. This has something that I think was missing from the sequel trilogy and from a lot of the Star Wars stuff. This is a group that considered themselves family. There's a lot of literary stuff to mine out of this. And it's a family that if you've watched, if you've watched Rebels, you can, you actually care about them. So I like this is something that could hold people's interest if they continue on with Ahsoka and, and, and Hera is and Sabine.
2: I wish JD had watched it because I wanted to know mm-hmm. if everything makes sense without having seen previous stuff.
5: By the way, we got to mention Ray Stevenson is Balin Skull. He is amazing great. and he passed away. So he won't be in the season two. And I, I feel like we got cheated as something because he's amazing in this.
2: Drew's asking, when did the Mando girl Sabine train as a Jedi?
5: After Between Rebels in this.
2: Yeah, like that's. I did get that impression, too. That's an we, off-screen thing that they...
5: It wasn't totally off-screen. We knew she was Force-sensitive because she... Because I forget what's his name who died. Oh, um, Randy said
2: it happens in season three of Ripples. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because she
5: was trai- She was training with the Darksaber. Oh, that's right. And you have to be Force-sensitive in order to move that thing around properly.
2: You no, true. To... can anyone just be a Jedi? No, you have to be Force-sensitive. You have to have the chlorians in your blood.
5: No, that was uh, that was retconned.
2: No, it wasn't. I don't think I it, it has been
4: retconned.
5: It hasn't really been mentioned again, ever.
2: No, it hasn't been mentioned again because everyone was like, eh, but it hasn't been recon. There's they, still this idea there's metachlorians in your blood.
5: If they do retcon it, it's going to be the metachlorians are there because of your force sensitivity, not the other way
2: around. Drew's going to keep calling her Mando woman. That's she fine. Is,
5: Sabine Wren, yeah.
2: She's technically, because she's now a Padawan, so I guess she technically is a Jedi.
5: She's also a mechanical genius who... Devised a device that can actually destroy Beskar armor. She, she's, she has a lot of potential. A lot of people thought she might. She should have been like the main character of Rebels. I always liked that Ezra was like the main Re- character. He has more of a story to him. Randy says well, not apparently, more, about the
2: same." Apparently, everyone has a little force in them. I feel like that's a line that Randy uses to, on, to pick women up,
4: uh, oh or on Cold Forty Five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm. No one from Mandalorian, no, the one from Mandalorian. Oh, what's her face?
4: Who, what? Where? When?
2: The head Mandalorian. The Katie armor. Character. Oh, the armor.
4: Oh, oh no. Oh, god, Bo-Katan. Yeah,
2: yeah, Bo-Katan. Yeah, I guess she has to be source a little force sensitive. That's because like the sword fought Mando, and like they showed that, and she was able to use this sword.
5: The dark was forged by a Jedi Mandalorian, right?
2: Right. So. So. All right.
5: Anyway, I like uh, it. I'm gonna continue watching. That's, you like so, it,
2: but you don't have you don't have faith in the future of the show. None. I no no, I didn't say
5: that. I said if, if, if
2: they
5: were gonna if they go in that direction. But I'm excited to see what happens when they go to this new galaxy because the Yu were were deadly. They killed hundreds of trillions. They wiped out Jedi left and right. They were devastating in the extended universe before it was before it was taken out of canon. But if they were to bring them in at this point, holy crap. Now there, there's a story that would affect every level of, of Star Wars. It would be fun to watch. Yeah. They're not, because they can't, be, they can't be detected in the Force. That was one of the problems. Jedi had so many problems with them because normally they're using their Force detection to fight somebody with a, a lightsaber. And if you can't detect them, then your whole fighting style is off. True. Uh-huh. Plus they use nothing but, but, was it, they didn't use technology. It, it was all biologics. Their armor was living armor. Their weapons were living weapons. It would be really interesting. Sorry, guys. Sounds expensive to shoot.
4: <laughs> Video walls, man. Video walls. Oh, that's true. They do that now, don't they?
2: All right. Speaking of Mandalorian, over on the social medias, it's time for some social media madness, guys. Oh, um, no. Man. Yay.
5: <laughs> go for
2: it. I had asked the question, what did you think of the first couple episodes of ahsoka and uh, we got uh, some responses first over on facebook doug lennox who actually is a good friend of mine said setting up a good story i hope they remember it is named ahsoka not the sidekicks of ahsoka it's her adventures not theirs p.s making her sidekicks making her sidekick a jedi is a bad idea
5: no it's not i
2: guarantee guaranteed Doug did not watch Rebels, so he doesn't know that it's an established thing.
5: But she's, yeah, Sabine's one of the most interesting characters in all of Star Wars, really. Put it bluntly.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I agree with the, the sentiment of, well, make sure it's her story and not Sabine's. A lot of people like Sabine, but you call the show Ahsoka. If you called her Rebels season five, I'd be like, okay, cool. Do your thing. <laughs> Over on the Tiki Talk. We had Mr. Random Randy Savage say, my favorite part is when I had the best sleep after a second episode. Ow! Oh, my. And G.H. Tortilla said, my favorite part is when Anakin killed those damn kids.
4: Ow! Did they show that again? No. Oh.
2: I think he was just trying to be funny. It's TikTok. What do you want?
4: Not to exist. (laughs) And you call me a nihilist. They're going
2: to Earth to meet Courtney Cox. It's true. Oh. It sounds like exactly the type of BGEG I have a movie about. B-G-E-G. What is that? Okay,
4: I, you got to break that one down. Randy. Yeah. I don't
2: know what that yeah,
5: means. Yeah, I don't know. We're not hip to the youngins' language. No
2: comments on the lightsabers that don't light saber. What? No comments on the lightsabers that don't lightsaber.
5: You're talking about the staves the, that they can fight lightsabers with. Those are those have been canon for a while now.
2: Yeah, they were in the by Clone the Inquisitors. Or, in Attack of the Clones. The robots had those too. Yeah. That's, uh, true. The robot guards had those. So yeah, like, yep. that's not uh, new. Yep. Unless he's talking about player. the. I don't know what we call them yet. The Dark Jedi. They're
5: film? called the Dark. In canon, they're Dark Jedi. Like that. That's well, not canon, but in in the extended universe books, right. they were called Dark Jedi. Their lightsabers are orange with no white core, so right. they're not red, and they don't. So they're not Sith, and they're not. They they don't have a, a white core in them, so they're not Jedi. So they're right in the middle. They and they hate both sides.
2: When Sabine got stabbed, she didn't have a mortal injury, but I feel yeah. like that's happened before. People have been hit with lightsabers and not died before.
5: As long as it didn't hit something and, and stop all of her blood from flowing. They with they they, they live in a place where they could take Ming Na Wen and give her an entire new midriff. Oh.
2: Getting stabbed pregon <laughs> style but surviving, that's what Drew said. Oh, Bad like evil said. guy. No, oh, <laughs>
4: how are we supposed to know that? Either. Way. We, um
2: we ain't hip. I think they did mm-hmm. but I think with the with Sabine Some when she's in the hospital, they show that the injury's off to the side, so quote unquote missing vital organs. So I'm okay with that.
5: Again, it well remember what oh Shazba, what is it I saw. A
2: what talk be, that explained it.
5: Yeah, <laughs> rem, rem, remember uh, what Balin Skull said, right? When he was asked by the witch Morgan Elsbeth, when he she said, "Kill Ahsoka," and he said, yeah, "It'd be a shame. There's so few Jedi left. Like the Dark Jedi aren't really about killing per se, and otherwise." What's, again, Shin would have taken lightsaber once it went through Sabine and just swung it across and basically bifurcated her, but but she didn't, and the actress did well in that because she really, she looked, her character looked interested and, and, and confused that this upstart was, that was going after her with a lightsaber. You're coming after me with that? Are you really? Are we doing this? Okay, fine, but she wasn't really there. She wasn't really there to kill her. Right. It's dark Jedi. They're going to be mysterious. We're not going to figure out what the hell they're all about until the end, probably.
2: And then over on the X, I guess we can call it now, Shexy Sheila Marie, Shelly Marie, sorry, said, we are saving it until a couple more come out. I heard many people like it, though. Okay, the Brillo Brain Pod said, I think I fell asleep in the first 10 minutes And haven't gone back since. Wow. How did you fall
5: asleep in the first 10 minutes? That was all Indiana Jones-ish.
2: Randy over on Um, TikTok said, I'm watching it now. I'll update when I'm
4: caught up. I I appreciate Randy updating us throughout multiple social media platforms.
2: Yes, yes. So Wizard said, WTF? I love Rebels now. And it's, never mind. I'm not going to say the picture that he posted. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, No. It's a uh, Rebel season. Uh, this is from Marky Mark. It's uh, Rebel season five. I freaking love it, and I said it's really good. So I think it's yeah, it's just it's a hit. Everyone likes it so far. Can't t- I like
5: it so far myself?
2: Yeah, all right. And then finally, the last piece of social media madness I had to include this. You'll know why in a second. We had talked about Deadpool 3 is on hiatus indefinitely because of the strikes, to which Timothy Jones said. That completely sucks.
4: I need 12 shots to help process it. (laughs) Sour grapes. Available in fine newspapers across this great land.
2: (laughs) Uh, Randy says, share that beautiful Mando booty. That's that's the picture that... uh, that, Mando booty. It's a thing. So Wizard, which you know is uh, Joey, uh, shared. Uh,
4: Mando booty? What? She's a Mandalorian.
2: And it's her booty.
4: She's bent over on the bike. Shake, 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 Oh, booty. Well, I appreciate you guys giving me a form for this. Thank you.
2: Uh, yes. That is all the social media madness for this week, boys and girls. Thank God. If you'd like to follow us on social media and be part of
3: social media madness, here's our good friend D Square to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Do you want to be part of social media madness? Go ahead and head on over to superheroespeak.com. You'll find all the links you need, episodes of the show. Comic reviews by Chris and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, you can also check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast. Cult 45, baby. So Wizard Podcast. Fans on Patrol. The Gorilla Brain Podcast. And, of course, Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars. And you're not going to be disappointed. Make sure that you are commenting on on our Twitter articles, could be a poignant comment, could be a stupid one. Either way gives you a chance for Dave to possibly mispronounce your Twitter handle. Alright, I've rambled on enough. Let's head back to Dave and the Gents on Superhero Speak. Uh, I miss Don. We gotta get him back on yeah.
2: soon. Mm-hmm. So, Sounds good people. people. Yes. By the way, speaking of social media and social media madness, remember last week? No. Uh, we talked about the Tiki Talks and I was wrong. We were, when I got off and I checked, we were at like 200 followers on TikTok. Yes. As of right now, we're at over a thousand followers on TikTok. Wow. I was
5: going to say 201.
4: John, is you got to dance. <laughs> I just no, did shake your, no. I just did shake your booty.
5: What the hell? <laughs> no. I'll sing a rousing round of the Scotsman, but that's about as far as I'll go. I'm dancing. <clears throat>
2: yes. You know, yeah. Take it back. And just, and just a reminder for those who are watching now, or obviously, those who are watching live, I'm sure, are already subscribed. But those who might be watching later, i sure you hit that subscribe button, click that bell for notifications so you don't miss when we go live Sunday nights here on this channel. And, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun every week. Right, guys? Sure. And thank yeah. you for all those who have followed us on the Tiki Talk. And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back with some news. Some podcasts are like this. Are
1: there bloopers in? Funny stuff happens on set all the time. Do they ever make videos of that? Yeah, sometimes. I feel like they should. Yeah, I feel
3: like fans would really like that. I keep most of my bloopers in my only scenes. What I keep in is the banter, like just the Uh, kinds of funny things that we say to each other mm -hmm. in between, like positions Mm -hmm. or whatever. This funny thing happened the other day, actually, where I was. Damien and he was like, are you working tomorrow? And I cracked up laughing because I was like, oh, he's about to fuck me so oh. hard. Oh
1: <laughs> my god!
4: <laughs> he's about to rail me. Okay, that's hot though. Would you yeah. just
3: consider it? Okay. He's got like, almost like a dread style t***. Oh. <gasps> He'll
4: fuck you really hard. But just the way he said it, I thought that's so funny. My answer was, we'll see. <laughs>
0: and some podcasts are like this. Where are they getting new fish from, you notice this on menus? So, that, they got the, where's that been? Dude, go read Moby Dick. See how many mahi-mahis they got in that sucker. Zilchi, bro. I'm somewhere the other day and the guy's, oh, we got line caught barramundi. Dude, I don't give a fuck how you convince that thing to swim over here. I don't care if you poured nicotine in the water for a couple of years and slowly got them addicted. And barramundi, I never heard of that. Give me a real fish people have heard of. Catfish. Swedish fish. It's a candy, but everybody's heard of it. Trout. Uh, tuna fish i'm just sick of some of this fake fish shit every oh we got butterfish we got white fish what the what are you talking about where'd you get it you got an email from the lord and they said oh they we releasing two new types of fish like it's a new shoe
3: but only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this when i was younger this guy was definitely a villain to me as i'm older now (laughs) It's hard to be like, yeah, Hammond, you spent you spent $23 billion making Jurassic Park. You could not spare more money, a million dollars a year for this guy's loyalty. You spent 150000 just to have these two people show up for a weekend. You couldn't spend $1 million. On one third of your infrastructure. On workforce. one third of your infrastructure <laughs> and data control. What the-, the only reason he's a villain because he's sloppy is Newman they're like don't ever feel bad for him that's what they did that's, that's what, what it they was. did if it was anybody else if it was Idris Elba or Matthew McConaughey Fuck, if it had been Michael Sarah, I'd, still- <laughs> I'd have been like <laughs> Now, now listening, listening to, to 45. 45. This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Rendy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.Colt45Podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Colt 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right
0: back.
4: Oh my Where the hell are you? What the hell kind of podcast are you I, listening I, to? Wait a minute. I didn't watch that one before I uploaded it. Oh, my God. Clearly. That second podcast. He's used that guy before. How fucking yeah. stupid is he? I got to know his name. He's, he's Theo Vaughn. He's a comedian. Okay. Is he doing a bit? Like He's doing a bit. He's doing a bit. Oh, my God. Oh my I had to adjust God. my lighting after hearing that first one. I was like, what are we? Yeah. What? This is going to get us kicked off of something or other. I'm a teacher. I probably just lost my job. if anybody's watching. <laughs> the whole reason you're here: hardcore nudities. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Isn't that what we all signed up for? Listening to porn stars talk about.
2: Oh my god! Each other? I'm sorry,
4: John. <laughs> oh, John, silent. This is like it's... you and you worry about the innuendos I slip into the show. Slip in. I didn't even mean that one. Nothing was nothing was slipped in in that podcast, man. Clearly. Your mic is
5: off, right? There's oh, a reason why I didn't watch Redo of Healer or watch the dog anime. I have, This is not my wheelhouse, guys. I'm the Puritan God. of the show. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. John. That oh, he made it with
5: me in mind. Thank you. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Thank you, Thank Randy. You. Thank you. Oh, Thanks. You made my night. Oh, my God. Mm. I've never seen John more uncomfortable. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, disappointed I'm just... that it wasn't me doing it. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. What? Mm-hmm. All right. News. All right. News. Yeah. We gotta get
2: serious again. Let's go. Yeah, especially this first article.
5: Yeah. How do you trans? There. This. Kid. Go ahead, Dave. Segue to this. Go ahead. You, um, you pride yourself on those, but I don't think uh, in this case.
4: I'll figure this out. Uh, actually, I swear to God. All right. I'm professional. And
2: sadly, Arlene Sorkin passed away this week at the age of 67. For those who oh, aren't un- un- unfamiliar with who she is, uh she's the actress that was actually the inspiration and the actual. She was the inspiration for the creation of Harley Quinn and then became the voice of her in uh, Bruce Timm's uh, Batman, the animated series. Yep. Yeah. So she launched a character that we all love and
4: uh, fun, guys. fun story. I didn't know that. I knew, I knew Arlene Sorkin was Harley Quinn and yeah. I always knew who Arlene Sorkin was. Cause my mom, what God rest her soul was a days of our lives finesse. Yes. Yep. And <clears throat> Summer of 1987, I'm going into first grade, second grade. And I remember, I remember the Days of Our Lives fairy tale story, which she actually considered one of her best things on the show and gave to her friend Paul Dini, who watched the videotape that she made for him when he was sick and saw her dressed as a court jester doing Mm -hmm. lame jokes and a dream sequence in Days of Our Lives and that was the inspiration of Harley Quinn. I did not. It hit me as I was watching it last night. I said to myself, "I've seen this. I remember this." Because my mom—that's what like summertime. We would be home from school, and we would watch. Because my mom worked from home, so she would have lunch break. She had her lunch break time, so she could watch Days, right? Because she worked from the work home. She's a she worked JCPenney telephone operator. So I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Holy shit! I remember all of this. This is crazy, crazy." Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's sad. It's a, it's a shame, and there goes the voice of Harley Quinn and Batman. And and it's what
2: a legacy though, because she helped create a character that had has such an impact on the Batman and Joker mythos. That, dare like, I to
4: say, the most successful? Her and Deadpool are without a doubt the most successful comic book creations of the nineteen nineties.
5: Yes. A, and any comic book convention you go to, or anime convention, or wherever. Anyone you go to, you're going to see one of two costumes. You're going to see Deadpool, and you're going to see Harley Quinn.
4: Yeah, one yeah, of the many
5: true. iterations of of Harley Quinn, but you're going to see her.
4: Harley Quinn in lots of places. Randy, you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah, you know what's sad? The real sad buzz. She was only sixty-seven. That's not. Yeah, that's, not that's that old. very young. That's the same age my father was. Really?
2: So, yeah.
4: Oh, sorry to hear that, Dave. I don't know, man. This is. I also did not realize she was married to Christopher Lloyd. I had no idea about that until I saw. Oh, I didn't reading. know that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had no clue. That's really. I feel really bad for him, man, because he married young, and uh, she's no longer with us. Now, had I missed it, had she been battling something for a while? That's a good question. Uh, it didn't say. Yeah.
5: And, and you know what? In this case, it's. I don't really care what it was. A lot of these actors they don't
4: really tell you Yeah. Cause of what death is not going going disclosed. Through. Yeah. Mm.
5: Yeah. That's poor bad. Christopher that's Lloyd though.
4: Yeah, I was saying poor Christopher Lloyd. But I don't know, man. This is uh it was really a crappy week. Like John actually put something on my Facebook page early this week. Uh, Terry Funk passed away. And that was if you're a pro wrestling fan, Terry Funk's probably probably the greatest professional wrestler ever if you like the whole gamut of pro wrestling and uh, i figure that
5: that, if i figure if they're they have to be really popular for me to have heard of them and when i saw that i was like oh no J, jd's probably already knows about it but
4: oh no yeah we did mike and i did a show didn't did a big thing about him on our show this week but this is a guy who was in tons of movies He was in roadhouse with patrick swayze paradise alley sylvester stallone he was an over the top like uh, terry funk was the man he had he was he's a cowboy tv show in the early 90s i cannot remember the title of it slipped my mind. It'll hit me after the show's over. I know it. But this has been this has been a rough week, man.
2: Markellis says, I was always ashamed to admit that I knew Arlene Sirkin from Days of Our Lives. So thanks JD for bringing that up.
4: Hey man, I have I hold Days of Our Lives in the very high esteem because I loved my mom and she absolutely loved it. And it actually taught me a lot about serialized storytelling. Right, because it never failed. Like from the time I was seven, five was when I, I think was when I started being conscious of her watching this stuff. Till I graduated high school, every summer we'd spend time watching Days. And when I was in high school, like after football practice, we'd have some of my friends at the house, and we would hang out with my mom and watch Days of Our Lives. And that was every summer growing up. So, hey, yeah, fun, Dork. fun memories. Oh, huge talk. I'm on this show, man. I'm on a, cool, I'm on a show called Superheroes Speak. I lost my cool credibility long ago, if I ever had to. So. You did gain a geek card, though. So
5: thank you, trade-offs. You try to balance
2: it out by doing a wrestling show, but I don't think that works.
4: Oh, wrestling isn't cool either. I'm no. such a, I am
2: such a nerd. Like no problem. All right. So rest in peace. That's that's all I can yeah. say. Mm-hmm. This next article just was like, made me go, are we just like crazy? So starred for news? James Gunn posted a picture on his social media of his dog wearing a cape, a Superman cape. Nora got dressed up for the art department today. And this has now led to so much speculation of crypto is going to be in Superman legacy. What do we think? Do we think including crypto is going to be taken as like just fun and lighthearted or just thought of as
4: stupid I think it comes down to execution I like crypto because Superman is silly and it is Americana and like heartwarming and crypto is that in general yeah uh, so I'm okay with it. I think that people assume because James Gunn likes to cast his friends and family and things that his dog is definitely playing crypto rather than it clearly being a gag yes yeah, yeah. Um, and I, here's why I think we need crypto in these movies. Because all the Snyder fans and robots would cry.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, not serious. enough. Unless, there's a dog in, with a cape. A in, unless all the scenes were in slow motion, it just they, they'd hate it. So
4: <laughs> he'd be frothing at the mouth and be yeah, yeah, all, all desaturated, yeah. but it wouldn't work because he's white. He'd, he'd have to
5: break a leg and they and Superman would have to put him down. That's the only way they'd accept him. <laughs>
4: Oh, crypto, that's that's
5: Zack Snyder, yeah. Crypto, yeah, yep,
4: yep. Why'd you say crypto?
5: Why would <laughs> you
2: say crypto? Randy says we had Cosmo in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Guard 3, so why not we'll come we'll be fine if he adds there. crypto? Cosmo is in Guardians 2, man.
4: Card has Cosmo been around, yeah. Yeah, but Cosmo has a bigger part in three, bigger, so. much bigger part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gun could make it work, and if they put crypto in there, I'm fine with it because. He's been fine in every other media adaptation they've done with him, but if they don't have crypto on it, I'm also not going to shed tears. Right,
5: going to be really interesting to to explain that one. Okay, so completely, where is is he an earth dog that gained Superman's powers? Did he come from Krypton? And if he did, how the hell did another animal? Let okay, so yeah. Kryptonian they... like, like humans too. Are you weird. really?
4: Are you? Are you? Yeah, really I know, right? Never realistic. mind.
5: I went down that road. I saw what was ahead. I, I turned right it's
4: around. It's so and completely down. unrealistic. The, the alien that can fly I hey. has a dog that can do the same thing. Oh, hold hold on. on,
2: bullshit, man. Hold on, JD. Though I don't remember. Maybe you do. How did they
5: explain crypto in Smallville? Uh,
4: How did he get his parents? I think he was a dog that was exposed to kryptonite, like everything oh else God. on that show. I, I yeah,
5: kryptonite was weird in that show.
4: Yeah, it just created it all the villains. What's Frosty got? What's up Frosty? Wait. The horse is going to be interesting. Oh okay. god, that's right. There is a oh, horse. Super streaky. horse. Yeah. Streaky the horse or Streaky the cat? I forget. Streaky the horse. I think horse that was the cat. cat. That's the horse. Like that's Supergirl. Supergirl had the horse because more wisinger, girls love horses. We got to give them all. We got to give her a horse. The horse. We had love a that. horse. Come on. Barbie did have a horse. So there you go.
5: Okay, I just tried a so comet. comet. It's comet. <laughs> Comet. The horse's name was Comet, right? That is, uh, th- th- I had to scroll a... down past all of the talks about Christopher Reeves and horse. Isn't oh. that yeah too soon? Isn't that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God!
2: Uh, C- Comet is such a basic uh, white bitch <laughs> name for a horse. Anyway,
4: kind of, kind of. What calling mm-hmm. Supergirl a basic bitch? Come on, man! He plays a big part in Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I believe it. That's the one horse. that uh, Tom King wrote. That one, right?
2: Sheerah had a had a Pegasus. Had a Pegasus. Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. Yeah. Wait, Swiftwing. Swiftwing. Uh, Swift so we Woman yeah. of tomorrow. Dude, uh, you, I think it was Tom King, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you you knew that way too quickly. John. What? So, you an extension of your bronyism. <laughs> She-Ra's horse's name. All right.
5: I, I'm sorry.
4: Some things oh, no. just weird things stick in my head, wrote, man. And the horse she rode in on. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. And final piece of news, and it's this is part of it. Uh, part of this doesn't shock me because of everything going on dune part two has been moved to next year 2024 yeah but aquaman 2 stays put for its december release i believe
5: so, so. No, no reshoots for aquaman 2 then i guess they
4: i think they've already been completed of, yeah. yeah so they're sitting on this one terrified of releasing it terrified <laughs> yeah yeah They I mean, are yeah how does point. it fit into, like fit. Been the, who cares fit. how it fits it's gonna get it's gonna get eaten alive at the box office
5: I know, but it's like, it, they're doing, I feel like this is the same situation as Swamp Thing. It's like they announced that it they're turned. not good, that they're canceling it before they even like put it, put on the first episode. So they basically doomed it from the start. Same thing here. It's unless, James Gunn should be out there saying this is going to fit into the new universe. Like he is part of the new universe. At least that would give it a fighting
4: chance. I think they did say that in Flash, right? Remember that was the gag, is that Flash went through the ultimate, ultimate universes and Batman always and he changes, was... but Aquaman stays the same. Right. Kassan says,
2: talking about Zack Snyder, anyone see the Rebel Moon trailer? It's gonna be a two-part movie. I um,
5: did. Oh boy. No, it's but, nothing it, to sneeze at, JD. Um, I sorry. <laughs> allergies. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see it, JD? No. Know. Yeah, it is okay. Like, how do you describe anything that Zack Snyder's put out? It's Terrible. an epic. It's, it, it yeah, it's, I do know, I it have looks no interesting. Desire to see
2: it. I have no desire to see it because I know he cuts a good trailer. I know that he <clears throat> thinks about how his action scenes
4: are going to look. And then he goes, character, story, that's not important. Do you remember when when Sucker Punch came out? And I remember watching the trailer oh, for Sucker Punch. Yeah. Thought, this is a movie for people that masturbated mm-hmm. in Sailor Moon. <laughs>
5: Okay, I'm embarrassed that you made that joke. Am I right? But you're not
4: wrong. That's what that was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Randy says it was, we got Star Wars at home. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't see a trailer, but I like the line. That's funny.
2: I thought, uh, is it, or is it the, uh, we got the Star Wars from Wish?
5: (laughs) I don't know that that, that,
2: Maybe that a, but yeah, but yeah that
5: movie has like shades of Ad astrum and what was that one with the, <laughs> the shades of Ad, Ad of Ad Asner Ad <laughs> uh, Asner yes <laughs> I am just that old that I'm gonna make. I'm going to make references that old. I just no. did. That's what Ed I As- thought you said.
4: That's shades of Ed Asner.
5: What, what was that movie? Oh, wait, does not Ed Asner starring in Rebel Moon? I'm lost. Oh my, <laughs> oh my
4: god!
5: Hey, but what was that movie? There's a movie, it, something in a, thou, a of the Thousand Worlds or something. I've, I, I forget. It was. No I don't know. It uh, just it just seems. Yeah, I, I might watch the first hour and see what happens. But I, I get the feeling that if I see a bunch of women sniffing somebody's sweater and singing a sea shanty, I'm going to, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like God. <I'm> done. What?
4: <laughs> Aquaman. That's just, that, Did that, that happen to Aquaman? I don't even remember that. In, just, in, in, Justice, the, in the extended in Snyder, Snyder Justice League cut? Yeah. Didn't it? Oh, my God. Clearly, I blocked that. Remember out. when he, he
5: jumped in oh. the sea and they walked over and picked up his the sweater? And then they started singing? Batman are
2: talking in <laughs> no. that, like town wow. in alaska or whatever and i remember like, the scene i don't they're remember walking the... to the, they're walking to the beach and he like takes his clothes off and goes into the water a in me? the snyder cut a woman takes his sweater and like, sniffs it
5: and so then a bunch of them, them start singing and, and, this, and
2: then like, they all start dirge. singing
4: <laughs> i How can you not remember i know we that? watched the show clearly i hated it to the point where i was like this is dumb and we've made jokes about it I before on this show it's gone over my head it's like those alien uh, abductions i've experienced valerian i don't remember any of them
5: thanks man yeah, Valerian, it's a movie. It, that's what this kind of feels like.
4: Valerian but. Steel. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I have no interest. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't
5: think Snyder's... Uh, Cara Delevingne was in it. That was it.
4: And remember, she was in a lot of things for a while because she's, cause she's an, a model and people like Duggar. But then very quickly, everybody, went, oh, yeah, she's not a very good actress. No. And they yeah. stopped um, casting her in things.
2: I'm going to ask a question I, I asked again now that the movie's delayed. Dune 2. Is it trailer be, looked good. Is it going to be a success, though, or, yeah, you think I do? I do. I
5: think I'm still good. a fan of the original, the David Lynch a, one. Yeah, I liked that you. one. It was David got Sting thing like. in a gold bikini. What else more do you want? What? No, that was it. Was just
4: <laughs> the rest. I don't know. Thing in a bikini. That, that was um, around
5: the time I was reading a lot of Isaac Asimov, so it was part of my mindset. And now I've got that that nostalgia thing. I don't
4: know. For it. Nobody likes it. David Lynch. Doesn't even like that movie.
5: David Lynch doesn't like a lot of stuff.
4: He does. Do you like a lot of the stuff David Lynch made? I'll give no, you. No, I, I, I really David don't. Lynch, you can't explain a David Lynch movie. Nobody can explain it. No,
5: you movie. can't. <laughs> Not even with a map. <laughs> what, is, like,
2: what, what is the most famous thing he did? Is that the Twin Peaks? Right, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can't
4: really explain that. You gotta watch it. No. <laughs> oh, it's it's entertaining as hell in a weird level. Like yeah. nobody Lynch. in that
5: show could have explained it. Like they I didn't don't think know
4: David Lynch could do. explain it. Yeah. <laughs> David Lynch just mm. does things. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this will be fine.
5: <sighs> Why yeah. is the rum always gone? Okay all right let's go
2: i think we that's all the news I had because and it's good because we're at an hour um because we had a lot of star wars talk at the top but we do have a main topic so before we get to the main topic let's take a really quick commercial break and piss jd off and we'll be right back with our main topic
3: attention attention
5: family thinks high time prices are joe holy one liner batman
3: Drop your punchline, Joker! Listen, folks, only at Sellers are you protected by. The law of Toyland! Nobody beats
5: Sellers' prices on toys! Nobody! Color change Hot Wheels are just $1.77 each! And MicroMaster Transformers are just $6.97 each!
3: You're protected at Sellers because the lowest price is the law! After these messages, we'll be right back.
5: I miss uh, Toys R Us. <laughs> I miss those days. I really do.
2: The I didn't have time. I was going to find a commercial for Justice League Unlimited, but I didn't
4: have time. And uh, the first six times I saw that commercial, I was amused by it. <laughs> oh come on! I've gotten better. Stop that. You have no. Yeah, I got a bit all right. I'm committed to my bit.
2: So we're uh, we're going to talk about a movie that uh, never got made. Never got made. Yes, directed by George Miller, starring Army Hammer. DJ K- Katora, Megan Gale, and a whole bunch of people that uh, doesn't matter. because <laughs> Adrian Brody at uh, a flash have, would have been interesting. That's right, Adrian Brody. That's the, 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 the other name I was trying to think of. So yeah, this is Justice League Mortal. This was supposed to be the movie that uh, launched the DCEU. Before the DCU became a thing,
4: before the uh, MCU became a thing,
2: before the MCU became a thing, and it never got made, and so we all read the script for it. Yeah, they had a script, they had a cast, they had a director. They, they did were, have a filming location at one point, and they were just, ready to go. Yeah, just one thing after another caused delays, and the movie never got
4: made. And and the next thing you
2: knew, Man of Steel came out. Yeah, yeah. This fast. is a
4: this is no, see, this is a movie that. Is one of the greatest, like, what if scenarios because they were Warner was actually ahead of the ball. They were because remember, this was supposed to be shot in the fall of 07 and was to come out in the summer of 08. So it would have come out around the same time as The Dark Knight. It was actually the success of The Dark Knight that kind of pushed them away from doing this, right? Because Nolan wanted nothing to do with this thing. He just thought that his Batman was just too grounded. And he was right, especially because The Dark Knight wound up becoming, I'll still say, the greatest comic book movie ever made. That is also another interesting point to
2: make is they did ask Bale to be the Batman in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he said he wouldn't do it because Nolan didn't want to direct it.
4: Yeah, they made it abundantly clear they're not. They
2: work together and that's it. On But then it's funny, like when they were getting closer to making it. He actually came out and said in the, the press he's not happy with the idea of there being two different Batman floating around, and uh, that making this movie is a bad idea.
4: Yeah, it's really interesting. I may get that why because if you're Christopher Nolan, you this might surprise you guys. Notice, but Christopher Nolan, a bit of a control freak, and this, thing, yeah, a bit, and this would have gone completely outside of what he's doing. And actually, in that, in that, considering that, I'm shocked this movie did get as far as it did, but. Let's be real. In the year 2007, George Miller, even though George Miller was still a good eight years away from Fury Road, he yeah. was still George Miller. He's still the guy that made that had a wide enough filmography that he made both Mad Max and Babe. Yeah. yeah. So pretty he,
5: impressive, actually, there.
4: So. Oh, no, remarkably impressive. Man's a great filmmaker. Mm. He's really here's what I find interesting about this whole thing is because his big thing is practical effects. So what would the special effects in this movie have looked like? Because oh. if you watched, if you've watched like Fury Road, which is the last big like spectacular film, special effects in that movie were fucking awesome. Yeah. So what? Yeah, would Yeah,
2: I, like? I, I, I have a lot of thoughts about how this movie would have done. But let's—we all read the script. What? What, what were your initial thoughts um, after you read the script, John?
5: I wish this had been made. This would have been the perfect first movie. This would have been the a perfect first Justice League movie after a couple of years of movies of The Flash, The Batman, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. This would have been the first The Avengers movie for the DCU if they had done it right. And this has been done before because there's a DC animated movie, Justice League Doom, which which is loosely based on, I think, the original comic story. That this is all based on, and no, I think uh, Doom.
4: I think Justice League Doom is based on Jeff Johns's Justice League Number One, yeah, which came this, out in 2011. This, this predates that. This is based this, on this Tower of Babel uh, and then Crisis. Uh, in, so, so Justice League Doom, specifically the OMAC Project. Oh, uh, uh, Doom came out yeah. in
5: 2012. That's right. Yeah. Huh. So they so Doom is based on this, which is based on no. the
4: JLA. No, Doom has nothing to do with this whatsoever. Doom, Justice League's Doom is based on Jeff Johns and Jim Lee's Justice League reboot from the new 52.
5: Yeah, but they all revolve around the same concept of Batman has a bunch of contingency plans for each one of the Justice League. Tower of Battle. somebody steals them and goes after them. Tower of Battle.
2: Yeah, Tower of Battle. That's
5: yeah yeah no i i would have loved to have seen this if they had done it they would have had a movie for each one of the justice league members and then they would have done this movie and that would have been the avengers of the dcu and this is perfect because it, it ties them all together
4: and you know? i do agree i do think this is a better movie in theory the script i think the script is better than the joss whedon version we got and i don't i can't count the Zack snyder thing because what we saw was not Zack snyder's initial version we said this right no. we reviewed it yeah it was not that was not What he had in mind for Justice League initially, like we would not have gotten that movie. So that's a cheat. That's a cheat code, and it's still not that great. So I think this would have been better than both of those. That being said, I don't know if it's still my preferred version of what a Justice League movie should be. Drew says Tower of Babel is a perfect third Justice League. Oh Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I think you need to have Batman established. Were, I think, Tower of Babel works like a Mark Wade, brilliant writer, followed up the Grant Morrison run on J, on JLA, which is the best I, comic book.
2: And you have to have those established relationships. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because that was what I was thinking watching this. Like, this would have been a cool movie. I don't think this works as a first movie. I which agree. With that. Was the plan, and it, it it suffers
4: from the thing that all we DC- see. We should probably tell me? the plot, Dave, before we like yeah. because we're critiquing already. And I is think there, people, people okay, are listening? And what the hell are we yeah, talking, are talking about? about? All right, like, all right, so, you know, it occurred to me so, don't, we haven't told what people what this movie is about yet. Continue. Yeah.
2: All right. So the basic plot is there isn't a Justice League yet. There's an established group of heroes on the Earth: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. They're already on Earth operating, and
5: they're some, all some have met each other. Some others I was about have. To say the Flash hasn't met anybody yet.
2: The, they haven't met each other yet. It's, uh they've met each other except for flash established relationships is why i don't care to see batman v superman yeah that's true yep. flash is like the audience in to their relationships that's the way his character is written it's he's barry. already
4: this is the barry flash
2: it's best. barry he's already an established hero he's already married to iris in this and wally already has powers but he's barry's saying don't he wants him to be safe while he's
5: still young like 17 or something.
2: Yeah, while he's a kid basically in the in this. And Batman has a satellite system it's called Brother Eye,
5: which was another storyline. Same one, right? Project, oh, that's a
2: yeah. crisis. Yeah. yeah. That like spies on all the heroes and with that he comes up with a contingency plan on what to do if the heroes go rogue. That's a well-established Batman trope that's been used over and over again and of course The main villain in the movie, the two villains, are Talia al Ghul and Maxwell Lord. And Maxwell Lord steals the Brother Eye, finds a way to hack into the Brother Eye. Takes it over. Takes it over and starts taking out the heroes one by one. They don't die. He saves them and craziness ensues. I'm trying to think how
4: detailed do we want to get?
5: It's an unmade movie. I'm
4: sure. We yeah, get it's it. an unmade movie. So you can have spoilers for a movie that isn't made. Exactly, and which so is based
5: on stuff that's been out for decades. I, I, yeah,
2: we'll I'll, we'll go into more detail, but again, you can find the script online. We did script. look it up and it's you It's called just read Justice it. League Mortal. 128 pages. It's taking. It's a hour fast read. The, yeah, it's go a what? fast read. It took me two hours to read it. I'm a slow reader, so the basically Maxwell Lord t- teams up with Talia because. Talia is a scorned lover of Batman, and he's able to she kisses him and they get a nanobot to go in Batman, which is then they use that to spy on Batman. Corny. Yeah, there are some things in this movie that are corny and the scorned lover thing, I think, is a corny angle. The
4: scorned lover thing is, to be fair, that's a lot of Talia al Ghul's comic history. Yeah. Is that they could, I think they do a better job. And no, when Nolan finally got his chance to tie El Ghoul in Dark Knight Rises, I think he did a better job. But the nanotech, the French kid, the nanotech French kiss, as I'm dubbing it, corny. You ever see Inner Space? Yep. Martin, yeah, with Martin Short and Dennis Quaid. Same thing when, when Martin Short kisses Meg Ryan. Same exact thing, but no Dennis Quaid floating around Batman. And basically,
2: that's how they take out each short heroes with nanotech except Superman. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but the first one is John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. They get he's investigating something. He finds a uh, what they describe as a seahorse in a jar, an alien seahorse in a jar. And he, this is my first problem with the script. He takes the seahorse out of the jar and puts it in, to put it in an evidence bag. Why would you take a sea creature out of water and put it in
4: an evidence bag? Because John Jones is a dick, man. <laughs> No uh, and then and then the seahorse proceeds to light his ass on fire yeah right. he's
5: the only one that wasn't a, really attacked with nanotech it was something that was sprayed on his skin coating him with magnesium which does not like oxygen and so
2: and it keeps catching on fire which also seemed weird because eventually it would burn itself out but okay the flash sees it on the news he goes and to to stop the fire that's being created by this wonder woman knows that it's the martian manhunter she goes to save him. That's how Flash gets sucked into this. They take Johns to a pool. Because putting him in water stops the fire. This magical fire that just keeps lighting. And Dave's about aliens and stuff.
4: I can't. I know. And for a penny.
2: But of course, since it's a seahorse that infects him, they're like, oh, we got to talk to Aquaman. Logical. And this is the Aquaman from the, what, late 90s, early 2000s comics where he's the extremely bitter.
5: He only has one hand.
2: The DC version of Namor, hating the surface world, mm-hmm. and yeah, he only has one hand. It's just like
5: the edgy, more interesting one. Let's put it that way.
2: <laughs> the edgy, more interesting hand.
5: No, the, the, more, the right.
4: mo- magnesium also reacts with water. But hey, let's not. Uh, He's
5: the most badass version of of oh, Aquaman.
4: So, let's be honest. The J- Jason Momoa was cast as Aquaman because of Peter David's Aquaman, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you don't get that we don't get that casting if that if this version of Aquaman did not exist in the late 90s. By Even the way, the only interesting version of Aquaman. Let's just establish that
5: Bruce Tim's Aquaman was the one that to save Aquaman. his own child cut off his hand. To way get
4: better a, a so. way better story because he t- Bruce Tim does what Bruce Tim does and took two famous because that the Bru- Arthur Junior died in the 70s and Aquaman right. doesn't lose his hand till the 90s. Bruce Tim merged those together. And we got the best of both worlds. because so that's what Bruce Tim gets to do or got to do. Yeah. The day. So yeah. This is like that version of Aquaman, but we don't get that whole stuff yet. So obviously they go to talk to him and he's, he Superman goes to talk
2: to him and he's offended that he would even ask him about this, but he agrees to help because
4: Diana asks for help. Wonder what and, Diana, can... and Diana's hot. He just got car right.
2: I think they're trying to establish because she's also royalty. She's the princess. He's the King of Atlantis. So he respects her royalty. I feel like that's the, the route they're going, but
5: maybe Yeah, I didn't get anything about I, there was like a romantic thing. It was just
4: Oh I read he got wanted to get in the Amazonian knickers. Oh. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> yeah, what, says, what, all
2: those aliens, aliens know each other. And then of course across town, Green Lantern, who there's a lot of stuff has happened already. He hasn't gotten introduced yet. He's looking at a diagram of a playground that he's building because it's uh john stewart,
5: john john stewart, stewart right john and he's an architect Stringer. and so he's putting together his latest project
2: and uh, he opens a package he got in the mail is it i don't i can't remember um
5: <laughs> oh my god i can't remember either
2: he opens something and of course a nanobot comes out digs its way into his head and goes behind his, his optic eye. nerves his, the eyes and, yeah. he, he,
4: he, and blinds he keeps him, him and blinds him and keeps him from being able to concentrate because that's, what's going to stop his powers. The easier answer would have been, cause this is, I would have done this before the parallax thing. You could have just had it yellow. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been easier. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Bunch of mustard colored nanobots and he'd have been in trouble. Yeah. That would have, that's
2: my one, not my one, that, that is one of my issues with the script is none of the ways the heroes are stopped or actual ways other than maybe Aquaman and John Jones, you would stop these heroes.
5: Are you comics. kidding me? What they did to the Flash was genius. Yeah, you know, make forcing him to to continually phase and letting gravity just drag him, you know, to
4: the that one too. To be honest with you,
5: yeah, to the core, like that. What a way to go! Knowing that once so, once you stopped orbiting the core, you would you'd be in the burning center, and then when you'd either die, he either died from lack of food, like he became a skeleton, or he stopped phasing. And he melted in thousand degree temperatures.
2: Okay, so Randy says, or nanobots mixed with fear toxin, um, but they use fear on Aquaman. They make him afraid of water.
5: Yeah, in 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 the movie in Justice League War, they use the fear toxin on Hal Jordan.
4: See, which makes sense because Green Lantern is supposed to be the man without fear. Fear is the whole thing with Parallax. The whole yeah. fear thing. The whole fear thing would have worked. With Aquaman, they should have had him see his son die. That's how you yeah, you break his the will and again because the,
5: their whole power is from his willpower. Right,
4: so. right. Fear is Jeff Johns had it all broken. out. fear is the opposite of will. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, this could have yeah. been better. It's not bad, but it could have been better.
5: Yeah, I think uh, it's good considering some of the other stuff that's come
4: out. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think that I think it just could have been better. I think this. I think a lot of this script suffers from. This is good enough to get moving. We have to keep working. and you couldn't work on it because this movie was greenlit immediately. Like one day before the writer's strike of two thousand seven. Oh yeah. That's what happened. There weren't that's exactly why that's there why it couldn't rewrites. go through this. Yeah. Yeah,
2: there that's were no the rewrites thing thing or
4: anything. That's why it stopped that's why it stopped production strike happened. You cannot yeah. make a movie without that. And I feel like this probably would have been rewritten a couple times. Oh agreed. Yeah. It's not there. It's not there yet. Maybe it gets there, so it's, it's unfair to, to do these unfinished movies because the shooting script is oftentimes not the final product. Stuff happens, stuff changes daily. Writers are changing things daily on the set. Actors and yeah. directors improv stuff. They come up with new ideas during movies all the time. It is a little unfair, mm-hmm. but I do think some of these uh, some of these nanobots are more creative. And it's also repetitive because it's, it's the same thing, right? Yeah.
5: Uh, that's, you know? I didn't think it was that repetitive.
4: What's it's all nanobots. It, it, it's and, all, and then, yeah. But if it works,
5: and that's what.
4: But I it's mean, not very. But it's not very creative, though. It's not. It doesn't make for. I, I don't think it makes for the best potential viewing experience. Like the a Martian Manhunter on fire would have been bad as hell to look at. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. this thing with green lantern would have been okay. I'm not sold on it though. So I'd rather than giant fear bug, but That's and then uh, what was the
2: other thing I was going to say? And then yeah, they they put the thing in flash that makes him vibrate. That's cool. Yeah, it, it is. But and I understand one of. Flashes powers as he vibrates so fast, he, he goes through stuff. But the whole idea that he wouldn't pass through the lasso just seemed weird to me.
5: No, well, it it, felt it, like there's a, a difference between the lasso is magic, right? Forged by Hephaestus, like there's allowances felt, for that.
2: It felt like a bit of a cop out. And then, but the thing with the, the his nanobot that that drove me the most nuts is that it came out of his phone that iris gave him was the was it just in his phone was it in iris's phone for years and they just waited for that moment to release it or well, that how goes, did the nanobot get in there because she gave it to him and he went right to the fortress of solitude with it
5: this goes back to your there there would have been a, another rewrite or two probably you know but the, the foundation of this is solid
4: yeah the foundation is solid the nuts and bolts yeah. need tweaking
3: yeah
5: yes. it gave them a reason to come it gave them
4: a reason to become the justice League. It does. So they all have to get together to figure out who and why this is happening and what they can do to stop it. Hmm.
2: Right. And uh, Batman gets beaten up by one of these Omac robots. O-ma- Omac. Omac.
5: Same ones. O-Mac. Omac. Same
4: ones we saw last week.
5: Yeah. In Blue Beetle, it seems like mm-hmm.
2: that's they kind of that
4: it came up twice. That's the Brother Eye thing. Brother Eye and Omac. That's where that comes from. So that's the yes. Old, yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's funny because I felt like after reading the script, I was like. Is That kind of what they were doing in the first Suicide Squad movie with the aliens taking over the people and then becoming those mighty morphin power bubble
4: creatures. Dave, Dave, no one knows what they were doing in that first Suicide movie, not even the people making the movie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It felt like the same idea. They had to have hosts take, o- take over, yeah, being taken
4: over to turn
2: into these robots.
4: To be fair, which... this is this would have been better than what we saw in the Suicide Squad. In Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's true. That was bad. The
5: Suicide Squad did taking over and taking people over much better.
4: Oh, yes. With the Staros, that was awesome.
5: Yeah, and they all died when they they immediately were dead when they attacked. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, they made... That's one of the things I always hold in high esteem for was making Starro very, very dangerous. Terrifying. So So they
2: figure out it's Maxwell Lord. Um, Wally does investigation gives the information to Barry he tells the rest of the justice league and at this end but batman figures it out first he goes right to where Maxwell Lord is basically is fighting him and his robot henchmen. and then the justice league but he Maxwell Lord knows the justice league is going to come to save batman and stop him and so it's all a trap right it's a trap,
4: <laughs> it's, a trap. it's a trap it's a trap there's a full lineup costumes for justice league mortal classy says there's a full lineup of costumes for justice league mortal yeah there is there's a full lineup there's like tons of there's tons of pre-production art there's actually shots of megan gale in her wonder woman regalia they never quite got anybody else to that point though
2: yeah so basically the thing you find out is that the omak project in the 70s they tried to do kids with psychic powers with mind control and they all died except for Maxwell Lord was part of this project.
4: Very Stephen so, King.
2: Yes. So of course he uses his mind control powers on Superman, and the giant fight between Superman and Wonder Woman takes place. And I feel like, see
5: that would have been awesome on the screen.
2: I and I feel like what you just said is the whole reason they they did it. Other yeah. than that, they don't really well. Need
5: otherwise, it. I, but it's perfect because how else do you neutralize those two? You make them fight against each other.
4: Otherwise, that was was part of it. That was part of the comics that happened.
5: Yeah. And that's but that's it. Like, otherwise, there's
4: no way to neutralize those two. This is why Superman, it's called kryptonite. Do we know does kryptonite exist in this universe? Have they established kryptonite? There's a lot of things. So Wonder Woman kills in the comic in the OMAC Project comic. Wonder Woman killed Maxwell Lord. Yes. For this. So that's where that comes from. Which is interesting because
2: at the end of the fight, or during the fight, uh, Maxwell Lord says, the only way to make this stop is for you to kill me. And Wonder Woman refuses to kill
4: him.
5: Well, Superman should have just snapped his neck right there then.
4: Obviously. I mean, <laughs> hey, That's what, for one, I, I have zero problem with Wonder Woman. I send a motherfucker because she's, that's her. She's a warrior. She can, she's a warrior. Superman should not be like, fuck it. I guess I got to kill this dude. That just shouldn't be. Because Superman oh, starts Batman? going... Batman, right, Batman question Batman. Yeah, but that's that's why what Jack Snyder did was wrong. Where Superman's like, "Fuck it, got to break a neck." Who's next? Yeah,
2: yeah. That is not Superman, right?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: So obviously, Batman kills Maxwell Lord to make the whole thing stop. That's when then Superman breaks out of it. Blah blah blah. But it doesn't stop it because now he can transfer his consciousness to other people. Yes. Maxwell Lord. That is that's very Stephen Kingish too. I think. Yeah, it is. And he ends up transferring his consciousness into Barry and becomes the super O'Mac. But the justice league at this point is able to get through to him and say, snap out of it. He snaps out of it and he saves everyone by running so fast into the speed force. And he takes Maxwell Lord's consciousness with him. And that's basically the movie.
4: Very crisis. Yeah. Not bad. No, not bad. He
2: says he loves the Superman versus Wonder Woman scene in the script.
4: Yeah. It's good. I do feel like this would have been a better Justice League three. Yeah. I think that was a good I forget who said that comment earlier, but I feel like yeah, this is a good third because here's the well, thing, this, right? this would have been
5: this would have been the first movie after them doing a single movie for no. each one of these characters. No. I, no. I, that's, that's what I mean.
4: No, that's not what the plan was. The plan was to start with this. Well, I, I know, but, but it, it it
5: that was the bad plan. But
4: <laughs> but that was yeah. the plan. That was yeah. a, that was yeah. always the plan, and then that's why we
2: ended up with Man of Steel, then Batman v Superman, then Justice League, and then them trying to do solo movies after that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Because that's the whole thing is oh, and I'm sorry, this whole thing is wrapped up in this is the weird thing is, like, and it makes no sense, and there's and it it doesn't add to the plot at all. They're talking about the heroes had made world peace at the beginning of the movie and like throughout the movie, and it was like I don't get the point of that. Like, I feel like that's a plot point that like maybe they felt where they were going to explain
4: later on in other movies i
2: don't know it was just yeah. so
4: weird yeah i agree it didn't i don't i think they were going for the pax romana type of vibe but it just didn't work yeah i think they could
2: have just take cut all of that world piece stuff out
4: because i don't disagree th-
2: there's nothing in yeah. the movie that like reflects on that either there's nothing else in the script mm-hmm. it's just like a weird side point that doesn't work in the rest mm-hmm. of the, the movie
5: one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Again, again, like you said, a couple of more rewrites, this thing would have been uh, hot to trot. So, mm. but it, and it, even as it is now, way better than anything we actually got. So here is
2: my question: So in yeah, the beginning yeah. of the movie, we're at a funeral, um, and they mentioned a couple of heroes that are there, but not everyone,
5: but not Batman,
2: uh, and not Batman. So they fake
5: you out,
4: which is pretty good.
2: Yes, I was to say, I was faked out. I thought it was Batman's funeral. Did, did anyone
4: else think? Obviously, you did, John not yeah, that'd no, be Flash. You knew it's gonna be fl- cause they Flash said dead. Flash. Barry, Barry, Barry. Okay, this when was this written? Two thousand seven. Barry's dead in the comics. Yeah. yeah, Barry and had been dead for twenty two years at that point. So I assume Barry. Hmm. Yeah, I was right. I also thought the presence of Wally was like a backdoor to that because he's the only sidekick character that's in the movie. Yeah, as this soon is as is he true.
5: showed up, you knew that something was gonna happen. Right. There's Wally, no
4: Robin. We're Wally's a, the better
2: character. We're we're at the. Uh, we're at John Stewart for Green Lantern, not. Uh,
4: well, that not to Hal be Jordan. fair, to be fair, John Stewart for a generation of kids is the Green Lantern because of the Justice League show. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that, but
2: I don't even <laughs> at this point. No, who? This is my whole point about this not working as a starting point because leave Batman and Superman out of it. Maybe even Wonder Woman. Who
4: knows any of these characters and even these versions? Right. A lot of people at that point. Yeah, just. No, we're just coming off the JLU show that was tremendously successful.
2: Yeah, but you're appealing just to those fans. You're not, it's not, you know what I'm saying? The MCU changed everything where that was movies that were geared towards everyone, not just the comic book or cartoon fan, where this is something that's still ge- geared towards the au- a pre-existing audience that maybe isn't enough to make it
4: a blockbuster.
5: That's why is- I was saying that if they'd done it, they should have had a movie, sh- this should have been, the team-up movie after doing individual movies. Oh, yeah. I
4: disagree with your premise. I think that there was a lot of people echoing the same concerns. What's that? I disagree with Dave's premise. Oh, okay. But I think that a lot of people, a lot of studio execs, were probably echoing those exact same thoughts.
2: Drew says, people thought Green Lantern movie was
4: whitewashing the character and were upset. That's true. There were people who thought that. No, 100%. There are people that did not read comics that just, because remember, there's a lot of people that don't read comics. They just watch the cartoons. Oh, they thought Green Lantern was John Stewart. And then Ryan Reynolds shows them, like, why they made the Green Lantern white? Why'd they do that? They should have started with
5: Guy Gardner and just shocked everybody.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say no one cares about Guy Gardner, but James Gunn's giving him to us in the form of Nathan. Andrew
5: Dice Clay is Guy Gardner in
4: (laughs) Green Lantern. (laughs) There was a time when that would have (laughs) worked. I know, right? There is. The time was 1990. Yeah.
2: I still give Justice League Mortal script 8.5 out of
4: 10. That's good Pardon. review. I don't go that high, but it's pretty good. I think it could have been. I think the potential is there for some.
5: The, my problem with trying to score this properly is that like, it's hard I, to I, not I compare it with the rest of the DCU. I was about
2: to it, say, I don't think you can score this just because it's not a made movie. It's a initial
4: script draft. Um, yeah, but it's
5: still so much better than everything we have.
4: <laughs> yes, it, uh, it would have looked interesting with George Miller helming it. It works right. on the level. It works on the level
2: of hmm. we're we're establishing the heroes as heroes. They don't kill. They're everything you want in your DC superheroes. It fails on character development and really explaining to a wider audience who these characters are and why they're together and why we should care. Because again, it, it it falls on that DC trope. I do believe there are people at Warner Brothers who are just like. People are going to watch it just because it's Batman and Superman. They don't care about establishing character. Just people love our characters. They're going to come just because of the characters. And I don't think that works anymore.
5: Yeah. uh, It's not a
2: CGI big villain like we get now these days. It's just a guy with a brain,
5: brainwashed heroes. A a severe lack of sky beams, too.
2: Yeah, no sky beams. Uh, You're right. I don't know. Like, this would have been interesting with practical effects as well. Yeah, with all the robots the, and everything.
5: The battle between Superman and Wonder Woman would have been just spectacular.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Kassan says, I would like to see an episode where you guys build your optimal DCU storyline. I want oh. to see
4: how you handle the Superman and oh. Wonder Woman problem while keeping talking, stakes high. You're talking to the guy. I've thought about this stuff for years, man. Oh, I would love it. to do that. <laughs> oh, know, my God. Here,
5: Here's the problem. If they wrote Lex Luthor properly, he would have took, taken out the entire Justice League with, within so a couple no, of weeks. No,
4: Lex Luthor can't even take out Superman. And but that's, like that's the problem. The if he was written properly, he's supposed to be a genius. He's is he not to a take genius. Out he's not a genius, though. He is, but his, he, that's the Lex Luthor character. Is His ego gets in the way every single Fair time. Fair enough. What's but Mark if you saying? had
5: a proper genius, you could take out every single one of them very easy.
4: That, you was, know, that, uh, was Tower of, that was Tower of Babel. And that Mark, was actually in that movie, and that's in that, that comic. It's Rash Al Ghul. Who says? Go
5: ahead.
4: You guys just reminded me when I had
2: to explain my little sister why, while Ryan Reynolds was playing Green Lantern, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, she was only watched Justice League animated.
4: Right, and everybody, like I said, a generation of kids fell in love with John Stewart as their Green Lantern. But Jeff Johnson doesn't the, like to hear
5: that. <laughs> um, most most of the Justice League could be taken out by a sniper. From a mile and a half away. So I want to see. All you need to know is where they were.
2: I did think not the first. when I read this and maybe You I'm... you do
5: that with the you do that with a, a supersonic bullet, which which you can get with most sniper rifles.
4: I know and I know. And, you,
5: and they'll be dead before they even know it hit.
4: Okay, Grant Morrison. It's
5: that... the thing though. That's the problem with these heroes. Like it'd be so easy to take them out.
4: <laughs> Classy says
2: Jeff John's might go. Maybe for comics, not for movies. Yeah, not a great producer. Good some good comics though. So, what was I going to say? Oh, I don't know. When I was reading this though, I felt like, should Maxwell Lord have been Lex Luthor? Oh, even argument- Maxwell Lord.
4: No, but there's an argument to be made that it could have been Luthor or it could have been Ra's al Ghul. I had an issue with them using Maxwell Lord period Is I don't think that even what they did with him in the Pre-Infinite Crisis stuff, I don't think he was big enough villain to hold the way. I, I remember when this was happening and they announced it was like Jay Barshall was going to play him and I'm like, Maxwell Lord? Jay Barshall? Bush- Bush- yeah, Jay Barshall uh, was going to play him. Yeah, a proper reaction. I, I don't... Hiccup? hiccup please Yeah, him. Oh. I don't <laughs> think that he had the gravitas as an actor or the not character. Even. I don't yeah. think that it was the right call.
2: John would be the time to shoot at Superman. Yeah.
4: But not Superman. But with
5: Superman, you just shoot
2: Batman. It happens what? every time. But I also feel like, again, my mind is going to like, would the movie be a success, especially if Maxwell Lord's the villain, because no one knows who Maxwell Lord is. But then again, we're getting a movie where it was more about the heroes and not the villains of the movie. No, you,
4: and, which you need. You cannot have, especially if, yeah. if, if you're establishing your villains, you, need, you can't do Dark Side, right? And we saw that. Like, Steppenwolf, yeah. I think, was a fine villain for the Justice we got. He was setting up Dark Side. I honestly think you could have done this with Deathstroke. I think Deathstroke is the perfect villain for this one because he could be working for somebody. What does Kassan say? I got the light in front. I'm tired of superhero um, movies that really don't have stakes. You already know the studios are afraid to cut off their cash cow. A real writer would not have those limitations. Problem with a real writer. Well, problem is a real writer has got to do his job. Like you're not doing, you're not doing that kind of autonomy that that a, a writer, if these were his toys in the sandbox could have, they're being paid and they're being paid based on you do this, you do that, you do this. Like, you have to hit these specific marks when you're doing work for higher work. Right. And so it's not, I don't think it's a fair argument to make because that's not their job in this case. Classy says, I love the uh, script described very detailed, tie and Bruce's kiss, and the OMAC finding out Bruce's weakness is love. All men fall for the great power of love, as one Huey Lewis told us.
5: (laughs) Yes, the power of boners compels you.
4: Hey, Hey, I'm getting blue. You got John made a blue. I'm talking about. Boner jams and shit. That
5: one I'm connured from because if you watch Cinemasins on YouTube, it, one of the one of the great sins of all movies is the power of boners compels you. It's because people do some stupid things because the woman's uh, hot. So obviously I have to go into that dark room where I heard that noise and I, knowing a monster was around.
4: <laughs> to be fair, isn't the place you want to go with the hot woman is the dark room?
5: Yes, we yeah, unarmed say, with where you know the monster well,
4: is. Yes, Casan is <laughs> doubling down on this challenge. All right. We'll talk about that
2: off air. Hold on. I do. So I will it's say this, so easy to kill them all with the stakes part. No, it's not so easy to kill them all with the stakes oh, part. Boy, it is. Oh, my God. You are a super villain. I think that's why they kill Barry off. Come
5: here, cat. I need something to pet. <laughs> to make me feel <laughs> like. Kill your cat? No. I can't. Jesus. Come here. I, I need the Dr. Evil. <laughs> Never mind. John,
2: I think we have your new catchphrase. Ah, oh, crap baskets! <laughs> by the by, the power of boners. That's why you kill
4: Barry off, because to make you feel stakes in the movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And Barry's the one you can kill, right? Because he's he's probably the most powerful, right? And I don't not, think equi- quite... not according
5: to the writers, which is another problem. But
4: um, but I also think that you don't quite hit the level of resonance that you got in Crisis when Barry dies. Right, because when Barry dies in in, in the Christ, the original crisis, it's a big moment. Which I'll referee a good fight. Oh, sorry. And hold on, John. Now I just my wife is texting says, I'm in trouble for screaming boners. Oh Kassan
2: no! Hassan says John versus Dave with JD is rough. I I'll think rough he's show. describing this show every week,
5: pretty much. <laughs> and on our trips to the near Comic Con too.
2: But sometimes it's John versus JD with me. That'll happen.
4: That, but that will happen from time to time.
2: <laughs> oh. Speaking of New York Comic-Con, that was the one thing I forgot to, I know, this is a tangent. I was going to mention, I said our emails, and John, you looked confused. We we had applied to do a panel at New York Comic-Con this year. And, and
4: got shut down.
2: And got rejected. They said there were too many requests, and I did put it in last minute, even though I did have a couple established writers that are fan favorites at New York Comic-Con on the panel with us. But, uh, yeah, no. Give yeah, so it another
5: couple of years. We'll outlast all of them, and and then they'll let but, us do a panel.
2: But the, I figured you had a sigh of relief when you read that.
4: Um, the you introvert read me? The yes. Yeah. Hey, Kassan, come up with some parameters for this because I'm intrigued. Are we oh. doing
5: a superhero speak death battle? This is gonna be no. fun.
4: No, we're gonna we're, we'll we'll discuss this. I want parameters though. Okay. So John's the supervillain. He has I like to come to up John. with the villain plot. No, let's see what this is
2: let's, let's 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 go all right let's let's bring yeah let's home. wrap this up yeah because
5: yeah, we, we've we talked about it, about everything that this
2: yeah. i think it would have been a decent movie it might have been a better animated movie like to wrap up the yeah, justice league true. unlimited series maybe they um, wrapped
5: up the justice league unlimited series twice
4: that is true because
5: they uh-huh. got that surprise with last season that they got
4: which is like their best season i love the second season yeah, pretty much
5: yeah
2: it's awesome but it would have made a cool animated movie you don't because in an animated movie you don't have to establish all that like you you, people are buying the animated movie or watching it because they love batman and superman already i know their relationship there i think it would have it was a much better justice league movie than what we got and with a couple of rewrites probably would have been a hit but it never happened wait hold on james gun are you watching no read the script take some ideas from it heroes don't kill
4: or just, or just read Tower of Babel. Oh um, yeah,
2: yeah. So we're not going to score it, but uh, I'm going to say again, it's out there on the internet. Check it out. Yeah, go find it. You can find it and download it for free. It's quite easy. All right, let's let's bring this one in for a landing. Let's wrap this up. Let's go around with either recommendations or what
4: did you learn on the podcast this week? And uh, JD, you can go first. I ain't learned shit. I just finished Dr. Sleep for the second time. I haven't read it since the book came out about a decade ago. I had a new appreciation for it this time around. And I just rewatched the movie echoing something Ray and I had done on his podcast about a year or two ago. And it was it read even better the second time through, man. I love that book. I highly recommend Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Cool. All right, John.
5: There is a set of books called the 20-sided sorceress. That's the name of the series by Annie Belay. And I just... I'm making my way through all of the series that I that I used to read. I, mm-hmm. I had a couple of years where I didn't read there. So I'm going back to this one. I'm rereading it now because like, there's five other books that came out. It's the last time I went through it. And it's they're really quick books. They're really interesting. Female protagonist, very well written, um, and definitely laden with geek speak. Like they're playing StarCraft and geek games in the background and all this. It's just, it's a And like her, the main character, her talisman is a 20-sided die. That's my recommendation. And did I learn anything? Obviously, I haven't learned well enough how to avoid having to do presentations in large groups. No, I didn't learn anything.
2: I learned that if we push John just a little bit more, he will become a supervillain. And his catchphrase will be the power of boners. It's just, I can see it. It's the future of the DCEU. Boner
5: yeah, at work, I'm known as at work I'm known as the dragon tamer and the dark regent. I'm already a superhero,
4: a supervillain. I mean, that sounds like a porn star thing too. I'm the dragon tamer. <laughs> I use the
2: power of boners
4: oh, boy, to go tame gosh. the
5: dragons. That's enough. Thank you very much, <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, make,
2: Then, I, and just to make Drew happy, I recommend that if you're watching this, if you missed us live, you're watching this after the fact. You know what? Click that subscribe button. Click that bell for notifications, so you don't miss us when we go live on Sunday nights here on this channel. Uh, I don't have any actual recommendations. I don't even know what we're doing next week. That's the uh, the problem.
5: So- Probably okay. more Ahsoka Tano. Yeah.
2: If you have not watched Ahsoka yet, I recommend go watch it. I enjoy it. I think this is just as good as The Mandalorian. This is one of those shows that gives you hope that star Wars is headed in the right direction again. I also recommend that you go to superhero speak.com where you can find the podcast every week, links to all our social media at the top of the page, comic reviews by Chris and so much more. Also don't forget to check out our interview series also on this channel. It's only on YouTube. I don't put it anywhere else. I just did uh, an interview with Carissa Grant this week, creator of a book called redemption and I'll have another one for you guys next week. So, yeah, go check those out. And on that note, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let you keep you caught in the door. Have a good week.